You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. If we look at the numbers, actually, you know, you look at the average employment number. I think uh, the positive thing is. It has gone down, as you indicated, and you also look at the labor participation rate. It has gone up, and uh, you also see there has been an increase in employment in six of the ten industries, and in particular finance, community and social services, and agriculture. But we have seen some declines in mining, uh, transport, manufacturing, and utilities. And that decline is actually underlines the challenges of the economy, the logistic sector, and you know really like you see mining going down, and even the transport sector and the utilities. And yet you see in most countries actually the way they've generated employment for the youth is really through the increase in manufacturing. So it's a bit it's worrisome if you look at your. The number of youth who are not in employment or training that is quite high, and it's symptomatic of the. Even if you look at these employment numbers, that if you look at the other countries who have actually solved this youth unemployment, you know that has been at the back of growth in employment in the in the manufacturing sector. You look at Southeast Asia and so on. You know, the majority of the employment was actually generated in the manufacturing sector. So it's a bit worrisome when we look in the South African experience that the sector which you think should actually be growing in generating jobs is actually, if we look at even its contribution to GDP, has been going down, and also the employment numbers. So really, it shows that we need to address the challenges of the logistic sector. And also, some we need to do something really. Even how can we actually, you know, ramp up the you know the, the growth of the manufacturing sector? And also, you know, particularly interesting is the growth in the agricultural sector. How can we make sure that we also make sure that the youth, you know, take opportunities in this agricultural sector, particularly in the agricultural value chain? In terms of even you know distribution, trade, and so on, because most of these youth they are very good in using technology to actually leveraging technology, you know, to really you know get get you know, employ themselves. So, as the United Nations Development Program, um, as you say, you you perhaps have you know a more holistic uh, perspective because you're not just looking at South Africa. So you're able to compare and contrast with other countries as well. What sort of policy recommendations or interventions would you suggest to further address the unemployment and particularly youth unemployment in order to promote inclusive economic growth for South Africa? I you know they're quite. I think you know really the the important thing is also how can you improve coordination in terms of addressing this youth unemployment, because there there are quite a number of players who are really trying to do something to address this. But I think there needs to be some social compacting, bringing government, private sector, community-based organisation, NGOs to really share experiences and then bring to scale what is working. I think, to me, that's the first thing. 
to get to know what is happening in the ecosystem in addressing this youth unemployment. The other issue is how do you make sure we address our education system? Make sure that it produces the, you know, the skills which are demanded by the, you know, the, you know, the, the employers, the private sector. And again, there, the education system, the employers need to, you know, to find each other and really work together. And even the curricula itself, because the curricula, you know, is designed in a way that most of these youth think that when I finish school, I have to get a, a job. But, you know, some we need to fine tune it, bring in issues of entrepreneurship, volunteerism, and all this, you know, to bring a full citizen. So those are some of the things which we need to do. And also in drawing from the experiences of other countries is how can we bring to scale the youth employment scheme so that, you know, we, we build the skills of these youth so that you know they you know when they transition from education they've got skills which they can use to transition to the labor market because this volunteer you know the youth employment service will also help them to get skills and also to build a network to join the labor market and also related to that is also you know the we need to build the skills of these youth for the future for for them to seize the fourth industrial revolution because the skills which are needed for the fourth industrial revolution are skills in science mathematics and engineering and technology and we also need to bring in the soft skills how can youth work in teams you know communication and so on and also you know this issue of you know a complete citizen you know really collaboration and so on and even uh, you know, you know, really being, you know, system thinking and so on. So really we need to build, you know, the skills for the future because these skills are very important for actual these youth to seize the opportunities of the fourth, you know, industrial revolution and of the 21st century. So we really need to look at that to build the skills of these youth so that they seize the opportunities of the of the fourth industrial revolution. And and I think most people listening to you, Mr. Dliwayo, would agree, except that we've been hearing, you know, these recommendations for a long time. And according to your own report, and, and, and this is rather worrying, uh, because it states that, uh, again, according to Stats Essay, it seems to be becoming increasingly more difficult for youth to find jobs, and not just those uh, who are unqualified, but also those who are qualified are struggling to find jobs. And uh, just to give a sense from your report, so the graduate unemployment has grown from 5.5% in 2013 to 10.6% in 2023. Um, Then the same trend emerged for those with other tertiary qualifications, increasing from 11.9% in 2013 to 23.5% in 2023. So those are worrying numbers because even though more of the youth are now going into tertiary um, uh, studying and qualifications, they don't seem to be getting the jobs. Yeah, it's quite worrisome because before, if you look at this, the South African trajectory, normally it, tend, it, tend, it tended to happen that when one goes, has got a degree, their chances of getting jobs were much higher compared to you know people who have metric or have not completed metric 
But recently, I think also much of it is also, you know, the impact of COVID because we know COVID really decimated the economy. So that's one caveat we need to put to that, that also the impact of COVID might have caused that spike. But despite that, but also if you disaggregate those numbers much better, looking at even the, you know, even TVETs, the number of uh, youth in TVETs, you tend to find that, you know, that number is actually not growing. Yet, if you look at the skills which these youth can get from these TVET colleges, they may make it much easier for them to get employment. Because, for instance, we've got municipalities who are struggling with even maintenance of infrastructure and so on. And we know some of these TVETs really train, you know, these youth in these skills. So I think to me, what is also important is we should look at how can we revitalize the TVET system so that it can address some of the challenges we are facing in the infrastructure sector, in the provision of uh, services at the municipal municipal level and so on. And then even try to develop partnerships between some of these municipal municipal authorities with TVET so that they can tapping these youth who are being trained in these skills. It talks to even what I alluded earlier, that let's take a holistic approach to look at what skills do the economy needs, and then work together in a social compact, government, private sector, education uh, you know, institutions bring, coming together and really say, look, these are the skills the economy demands for the present and even being futuristic. These are, this is where, we, this is what we want South Africa to be by 2030 or by 2050. What skills do we need to, to achieve that? And once you do that, you can do some, you know, you know, some long-term planning of skills development so that, you know, you actually link your skills development to your development aspirations. And there are quite a f- some countries are very good at it. And I think we need, what is needed now is to have this long-term, you know, foresight planning. And then you do the, the bed casting to say, this is what we want to do now to reach that uh, vision. We'll have to leave it there. Thanks so much for your input. That was uh, Mr. Rogers Liwayo, an economic advisor with United Nations. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.